The Open Table podcast is presented by Campus to City Wesley Foundation and Studio Wesley. Studio Wesley is CCW's online ministry for college-age young adults in Northeast Florida. In this space, we intend to curate restorative content that will not only meet students where they are, but also walk with them forward. Studio Wesley was made possible in part by a grant from the Methodist Foundation. The Open Table podcast is open to everyone where we share our stories on this journey of faith. CCW's story has always been one of transition. From teenage years into adulthood, from high school to college to career, from others' expectations to discovering personal identity. In the transition series, we'll hear from some of CCW's young adult leaders as they describe the transitions they are experiencing during the summer of 2019. Hey friends, we've got a special episode of the transition series for you today. We're going to hear from three individuals who have been a part of CCW. In this first interview, you're going to hear from Ty Sullivan, who's currently serving CCW as Assistant Director of Operations. What's up, Ty? Hey, pal. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm doing actually pretty good. Good. Doing pretty good. It's good to be with you. Um, Likewise. I get to interview you today. Sure. It's like your favorite thing. No, it's I love this stuff so much. So first, <laughs> tell me, remind me the first time we met. Remind me. First time we met, uh, you were living off of Talbot mm-hmm. in Avondale. Yep. And it was for a rehearsal uh, that we were doing at your house uh, for the first ever Flagler, Flagler gathering at oh, yeah. Grace UMC. Yeah. And so we did a rehearsal at your house in mm-hmm. Jacksonville. And so it was me, Zach Calloway, Aaron. Uh, Dean was playing, but he wasn't there for the rehearsal. Dean Winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe a couple of other people. Um, but yeah. Way cool. That was the first time I met you. It took you like, I think, a solid three minutes to open the door. I knocked... And I sat there for like three minutes. I'm sorry. I was like, dude's not coming. I'm at the wrong house. This is not working. I was probably upstairs taking a nap. Yeah. And it was very formal when you open the door. Like you kind of like put your hand up, out, and then down and opened it. Like, (laughs) hello, my name is Derek Scott. And I was like, this is going to be interesting. Wow. But she said, hi, my name's Derek Scott. Can I get you a tea or a coffee? And I was like... No, I'm good. I'll just set up my drums and get ready, and hopefully more people will come. <laughs> I literally don't remember this, but I'm, <laughs> I, I mean, it sounds like me. So I remember it all. Yeah. So and so, you started out in CCW as a band fellow, mm-hmm. um, and how how was that experience for you? Uh, it was great. Um, at the time, it was another thing on the plate for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working at another church, and I was. 18, 19, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I was just looking to play drums anywhere and everywhere. Like, if I could fill up my Monday through Sunday playing somewhere once a, once a day, it was like the life for me. Yeah. Um, and so this was just another thing I was able to do that worked in the schedule and had stuff during the week, too, because there wasn't anything going on, you know, Monday through Thursday right. for stuff other than school at the time. So this was something I could do with that free time. So yeah, I I, uh, uh, I enjoyed it just to be able to play, pack up my stuff and go home mm-hmm. and be in, in somewhat of an environment where I didn't feel any pressure. Yeah. You know, so. But you, you did more than 
play and then pack up your stuff and go home. I mean, you really became a a part of the community. I mean, that was like that was also the community's like work too. Like yeah. I remember doing the Grace UMC gathering for that rehearsal uh and I was ready to pack up and leave and people can read like you know body language and stuff so they kind of read that I was like walking out but they made it a point to not just let me walk out they were like hey dude we got some pumpkin pie over there uh if you're headed out you know I'll put it in a box and give it to you otherwise you know come have some pumpkin pie with us yeah I love pumpkin pie I love Thanksgiving and all that stuff so I was like good to know hey they uh they offered me like they invited me in sort of thing so i was like cool i'll stick around for like five minutes and you know uh five minutes became 10 and all that mm-hmm. stuff so like every time there was like i'd go to pack up and somebody's like hey we got this thing going on or yeah. hey we got dessert or something would you like some or like bring it to me or something like that so um you know people people rarely do that mm-hmm. for me um that don't know me yeah so um, when they do, I take note to that. I'm like, oh, these cool. This is cool. These people are special. So I want to honor that and you know, hang around and you know, spend time a little bit. What do you think makes CCW a unique ministry um, on our campuses? They don't skip. They don't skip steps one and two when it comes to. Uh, relationships and building disciples and all that stuff. So the church I worked beforehand was the parallel that I compared it to. Hmm. And uh, most people, like even to the, today, some of these people I haven't seen in a while, they come back at me and they'll ask me about something, you know, that we went through. And they're like, man, I don't mean to preach, but like, and sometimes I'll stop them midway. I'll be like, yeah, don't preach because you don't have that permission with me yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And and I'm a communication nut because miscommunication is a common thing. Uh, and if people skip over steps, steps one and two, which is, you know, like, what's your name? What do you do? Mm-hmm. Who are you as a person? That sort of thing. There's no sense in going any deeper, you know, or getting, you know, any access to any other, you know, permission that I haven't given you sort of thing. Like, don't <laughs> even try. You know, yeah. There's no sense in it. Um, but CCW makes steps one and two the priority. Hmm. Um, and yeah, they make steps one and two the priority and they're okay with that being the only thing on the agenda for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, just the same as when we go out to lunch like we did yesterday. You yeah. know? I'm sure we had, we had a couple things to, you know, on the agenda to talk about for work, but that was literally the last minute of lunch. And we talked mm-hmm. about some other things for over mm-hmm. lunch. Um, so putting people as friends first, mm-hmm. getting to know their name, uh, and something about them that they can either A, talk about, two, point somebody in the right direction for, or three, just kind of relate to. Um, and making that a priority is something that, honestly, in my opinion, nobody else does. Hmm. Um, especially for college-age students. Yeah. Um, yeah. college age students are so driven to do things themselves and whatnot, but yet there's uh, a group of people who don't, uh, there's a group of people who, uh, still need direction and mm-hmm. still need some guidance and whatnot. 
So having, having that in the midst of Jacksonville and St. Augustine, at least, is something I don't see anywhere else. Wow. So uh, I guess it was a year ago that you become a ministry assistant a year ago? Yeah, somewhere around there, either yeah. a year or a year and a half ago. Yeah, um, yeah. How, how did your relationship to the ministry change when you became a, a salaried employee as opposed to a band fellow? Or at, did it? At some point in the band fellow thing, I was like, all right, cool. I'm hanging out here mm-hmm. more often than the job requires. So that's something to take note of. Mm-hmm. So at some point, I made that decision in my head, like, cool, these people are my friends. I hang out with them, and I'm not interested just for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a community to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had multiple communities that I was a part of at the time. Um, and over time, CCW become the main community that I live with um, and I still have a bunch of other friends in other places, but um, so transitioning into from fellow to uh, ministry assistant, nothing really changed there for me. It was just cool, more work and more responsibility, uh, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Aside from the community aspect, um, just the job really changed. There was a couple of things that you know responsibilities that were given to me um that I was cool with and somewhere I was like hey you should or that you asked me was like hey you should consider doing this um and kind of pushing me out of the comfort zone a little Mm. bit and so now you're moving into being a full-time assistant director I guess (laughs) (laughs) and so we get to see this whole new side of uh Ty um is there anything you're looking forward to in the fall I'm looking forward to being done with school. Yeah. So I can, I've been in school ever since CCW. So being able to transition into this position at the same time as me being done with college will be uh, very, it's like me being a tidy person in my house. It's like spring cleaning. Like I get to purge through a lot of things and just start like fresh. Yeah. And so uh, a lot of my mental space and my time can be, uh, allotted to this now mm-hmm. so i'm i'm more excited about being able to give most if, if not all my attention to this um but at the same time like oh man oh well yeah. we'll figure it out because yeah. i don't know what it looks like right right we're i mean and part of the reason why we're even doing this podcast series is to highlight the fact that we are a ministry in transition that mm-hmm. we are moving from one one group of team members uh, to a new group. And uh, I'm really excited about it, but we don't know what it's going to look like. And um, we are all walking into uncharted territory in many ways. So, mm-hmm. well, Ty, I'm looking forward to the, the next few months working with you as a full-time employee, as an assistant director of CCW. And uh, I'm just... I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for your friendship um, and your loyalty and the way that you uh, always arrive ready to 
help me and not that it that I need people to do that but I always appreciate the way that you come in with that um that desire to just even with things you don't necessarily want to do you're ready to be a part of the solution and it means a lot and uh, I'm just yeah like I said I'm grateful for you and um yeah can't wait for uh you to really love this full-time gig mm. cannot wait likewise man <laughs> thanks so much brother for our second interview we're going to hear from carly henson she's going to talk about her time as an intern and transitioning into her career in education So how you doing, Carly? Doing good. Awesome. Uh, really excited to spend some time chatting with you. Um, tell me how you discovered CCW. Yeah, so I discovered CCW my freshman year, which I think was CCW's first year at Flagler, or like... Probably, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Flagler does this thing called wave of faith during week of welcome where all the churches in the area come out and have tables and i met anna there um, Mm -hmm. and kate and they were giving out popsicles and it was really hot outside so that was nice um they were like you should come on out on sunday and i was like okay and so we met in the breezeway at flagler that sunday and i didn't remember who i was looking for Mm -hmm. (laughs) but anna recognized me and Mm -hmm. walked over to grace together and kept coming yeah um what has it meant to have ccw on flagler's campus to you it's really meant a lot to me they've been sort of like a family away from my family for Mm me um because i came to flagler not knowing anybody and i was like I'll make friends there, but that's harder than it sounds when yeah. you don't know anybody and it's all everything's a new experience. Um, and everyone there was so welcoming and friendly and was, it's just been so great to have a family of friends up here. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so what has been a moment in your time with CCW that just sort of sticks out as like, yeah, this is, these are my people. This is where I'm supposed to be. Um, see, recent, in the past like year, I guess, when Jess did her women's night mm-hmm. at Fort Dub, mm-hmm. we pretty much the whole, the majority of the time we had like an affirmation circle. Yeah. And it was just, the best thing because I really like emotions (laughs) there was a lot of emotion yeah but it was just everybody was building each other up and it was so beautiful just having a group of people and we all had such wonderful things to say about each other awesome wow so you have served CCW the last couple of years as an Mm -hmm. intern why did you even want to become an intern like what what possessed you (laughs) (laughs) um well my second year at flagler 
who were like, you should be an intern. And I was like, I'm not going to have time for that because I was starting my student teaching for school. And I was like, I'm doing that in classes and I'm just not going to have time. Mm-hmm. And I regretted it. <laughs> mm. I was like, I should have done that. Um, and then so I applied at the end of that year. And I just love doing it so much. Wow. Is there anything in particular that she loves about the intern program? Um, I really love just being able to serve and welcome people into the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking about this with some other people a couple of days ago, but um, being an intern and like having the job of welcoming people at gatherings really mm-hmm. has helped me to meet new people and make new friends because normally I would just like sit with the people that I know and you can't do that as an intern you have to go and welcome everyone and but it's really made a lot of good friendships and helped build relationships so I'm really happy about that so this this next thing I'm, I'm gonna say might get edited out just because it's a little revealing but um, the directors and I whenever we would uh, think about you or have a conversation that included you we'd be like wow Carly needs to do like a seminar on how to be an intern because Carly's like the best intern. Um, no offense to any other interns out there. Um, yes. But <laughs> <laughs> but man, I mean, we just really appreciated the way that you um, have always been just a part of the team, like just ready to go to do whatever needed to be done. Um, so it's interesting because, and, 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 let me know if this is like, you know, pushback if I'm like saying something I shouldn't, but mm-hmm. you really do present yourself as more of a soft-spoken person. Um, and yet I've watched over the years, you really find your voice and find your place in leadership. Did you always see yourself as a leader? I didn't. Mm. I actually, when I was in high school, um, One of the churches near my house had an Awana that like went up to high school. And so I did all that with my friends. And there was one night when we were talking about leadership and the director was like, I want you to stand on this side of the room if you think you're a leader and this side if you think you're a follower. And I was like one of the only people who didn't walk over to the leader side. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I've, I've noticed that as well, like in college and I've kind of stepped into leadership roles in every club or organization yeah. I've yeah. joined. I've ended up on an exec board or interning. and But yeah, I've really sort of stepped into that has, has How has that shaped how you see yourself or how you even think about your future? That's a really big question. <laughs> um, I think I see myself more as a person who can make good decisions now mm-hmm. where the, I can trust myself to make decisions. Yeah. Yeah. So we had this really interesting moment a few months ago where uh, you were preparing to do your, uh, your, stu- uh, your internship with the St. John's County the schools, school board. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the mm-hmm. schools. And uh, sorry that I, Totally (laughs) forgot what I was trying to say there. So you're preparing and you're like, it's going to be busy. I'm going to be doing um, 
yeah, all the, all the just the school stuff, nine to five kind of thing. I know it's mm-hmm. not nine to five; it's like seven to four or something like that. Yeah, eight to three thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and so you told us, hey, I don't think I could be an intern mm-hmm. while I'm doing all of that. And then you came back, and you were like, actually, and um, so you remained an intern as you were interning with the schools as mm-hmm. well. What was that like to hold this, you know, basically a full-time job and then also still be an intern in CCW? Mm-hmm. It was definitely a challenge in time management, mm-hmm. um, but I really am so glad that I did. Mm. Um, I think I told you, but we had like our last Flagler team meeting in the fall and I like cried on the way home because I was like I'm never gonna have another CCW like leadership team meeting again and I like I'm not gonna be involved in the stuff going on anymore and that was like the moment I was like I have to I have to keep doing it um because I also knew myself and I was gonna still help set up and take down and want to be a part of everything so Mm. it was definitely a challenge in time management but it was one that i'm happy that i made oh and we were so happy when i sent the text to the directors they were like yay (laughs) we were all so excited um so we are coming up to a point that you probably can't be an intern anymore (laughs) which is like (laughs) but feel free to like text me be like actually and and we'll, we'll figure it out um so as you are headed into this next season what is your hope for CCW Really just that it continues to be for incoming students and um other students who find it what it was for me mm-hmm. um that students can come to Flagler and JU and UNEF and all the schools up here and be able to find a family of friends in CCW. Yeah, yeah. Carly, thank you so much uh, just for all that you have brought to our community. I mean, really, you're you're one of the most dependable people on our team. Um, You're one of the people that whenever (laughs) I don't know what to do next in regard to Flagler and St. Augustine, I think, okay, so what would be the best thing we could do for Carly right now? Like you you being a part of our community has really been um, a sign of, of God's leadership and us coming down to Flagler. And, and even the day that you were like, hey, I, I think I need to stay an intern, it let me know that this program that we've developed actually is doing something is actually helping shape individuals and it's something people want to be a part of. So I just, I want to thank you personally because um, you've been a sign of God's grace in my life and I'm going to miss you as you go into your next season, but you know, you'll always be a Debian. We'll always be here. Mm -hmm. And uh, thanks for letting me take a few minutes to chat with you today. Yeah. Awesome. For our last interview, we're going to hear from Karis Lapkovich, one of our newest members of CCW, who is becoming an intern in the fall of 2019. How are you doing, Karis? 
Doing pretty well. Thanks for joining me on this transitions series uh, of the Open Table podcast. Of course. Um, so tell me just a little bit of like growing up as Karis. What was that like? Well, growing up as Karis. Um, I was born and raised in Jacksonville, so I was actually born at NAS Jacks. My dad was in the Navy when I was younger. Mm. So born there, raised in kind of St. John's, Fruit Cove area my whole life. I've only moved, well, once, now twice, almost three times because of, you know, living in Dub Pal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I moved five miles down the road, so it really, like, wasn't that far. Um, mm. I have a younger brother. He's three. We didn't really grow not three now. He's three years younger than me. But um, I didn't really grow up going to church. I started going when I was in high school. And I think that because I had that, like, late start not that we weren't religious, but we just didn't really go to church, so I didn't really develop my spiritual walk until later in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that since I started later, I've been a lot more passionate about like getting involved and developing myself. So I graduated from Bartram Trail High School, like I said, born and raised in Jacksonville, and then mm-hmm. I go to FSTJ now. So awesome. I've been there. I graduated 2016, so I've been there for a while. It's okay. I'm starting my bachelor program in the fall with mm-hmm. human services. I'm going to stay at FSTJ just because... I feel like that's kind of the best option for me. It's a lot more lenient on your course load and when you take classes and everything like that. It's not so strict on you have to take these classes at this time with these people Monday through Friday. I can kind of make it a little more on my own time. So that's kind of why I feel like FSCJ is the better option for me. Way cool. But yeah, that's kind of a little bit about me, kind of where I'm at now. Yeah. And you were up in North Carolina for a little bit? South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah, I was in Spartanburg, South Carolina from May of 2018 until... The week before Christmas, I was doing an internship with a youth group up there. It was really mm-hmm. great. Um, they do summer interns. I, th- I do Methodist. A lot of Methodist churches down here do that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I went up there, and we, me and one of my best friends, we had decided in 2016, hey, when you graduate in 2017, we're going to do the next summer. We're going to be interns together. Mm-hmm. So we did. We both went up to South Carolina. We were interns for the summer. They actually didn't have a youth pastor, so mm-hmm. both of us kind of took on a lot of those um, responsibilities. Their associate pastor kind of took on those responsibilities as well. But since he had so many other things he had to worry about, he let us kind of have a lot of free reign with what we were doing Mm. and kind of let us plan a lot of the things that were going on and everything. So that was really great. Um, We got really close to the students and everything. And then we summer ended, we came home and they still didn't have a youth pastor and they knew that I was taking the semester off of school. So they asked me if I wanted to go back and Mm. I said yes. So I went back until December and just did lessons with them. They were very um, independent because we didn't come until May and they didn't have a youth pastor since February of that mm-hmm. year. So they had a schedule. Of, they also didn't know I was coming back. So they mm-hmm. made a schedule of who, which student was going to teach on which night. So I didn't want to take that opportunity away from them because I feel like that's a very good way to develop your own spiritual walk and relationship with Jesus is to teach other people what you feel is put on your heart. So I didn't want to take that opportunity away from them, but I tried to use it as like a way to mentor them and like help them prepare for those talks and everything so that they still had the chance to do it. And I wasn't coming back and saying, well, here I am no more, no more student teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it was really good for me because I also feel like with mentoring other students about their faith, it really helps me develop my own as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's that's awesome. kind of where I was. Sorry, that was a really long No, it was great, okay. actually. It was great, really great. Um, so how did you find CCW? Um, actually, between the few times that I was back, 
you and Sydney and the band and everybody came and played at Mandarin United mm-hmm. Methodist, which is my home church. And I heard about you then. And then I knew a few people that had gotten involved. And so they invited me to come one time and I came to Flagler my first time. Mm-hmm. And the person that I came with was involved in the band. So as soon as we got there, they had to go to band practice. And I was kind of thrown into like, hey, you got to meet people. Like, you don't know anyone. Start mm-hmm. talking. So I started talking to Maddie and Allison and Carly, who were the um, they're on leadership, so they had to be there early to do setup and everything. And I sat there for two hours just talking to them, like, before the event started. Wow. And at that point, you know, I was kind of stuck. I had made friends. So I was like, well, I'm going to come back. Mm. And um, coming back, well, what, yeah, so what was the thing that kept bringing you back to our, to our gatherings and back to hanging out with us? What, what were some of those specific things that you appreciated? Community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm a very big believer. Like something that draws me to a church is the community and the Mm -hmm. people relationships that I build. Um, So I think it's partly because I'm like really extroverted. So Mm -hmm. I really like strive to have relationships with as many people as I can in a room. And so because I had spent two hours with, you know, Carly and Allison and Maddie, I wanted to like meet more people. And so I met, we went to, um, one time I went with my friend to the Ponte Vedra church and mm-hmm. they were doing like a band thing there. And I met, that's where I met Sarah. Um, and yeah. so her and I started talking because, you know, two of us weren't involved in the band. So, you know, more opportunities where I go with someone that's involved in band and I got to meet other people. Mm-hmm. So Sarah and I started talking and then she invited me to come to a UNF gathering. And so I went to UNF, UNF gathering and met all of those people. And then I was mm-hmm. like, well, now I'm, now I'm torn. Do I go to Flagler? Or do I go to UNF? Because I lived in Fruit Cove St. John's, which is mm-hmm. right in the middle. Right. So I was like, well, I'm going to go to both. Yeah. Wow. So I would go to Flagler on Sundays, UNF on Wednesdays. JU was just really far. <laughs> so I didn't really go to JU that much. Um, but then I met Millie and was like, well, maybe I should go to JU. And so it was just this constant battle of, I want to go to everything all the time to see all these people all the time. Wow. That's kind of what kept me coming back. That's so beautiful. Um, how has your relationship with Jesus been impacted by being a part of CCW? I feel when I graduated high school and I had to leave my youth group, that was it was really hard for me to find a college group that I feel like was genuinely who they were on a Sunday or a Wednesday or whatever time we had a gathering, um, who they were on that day versus every other day of the week. Mm -hmm. And with CCW, that was the first time I really felt like the people that I met were genuinely who they were all the time, not just putting on a show when they were at a religious event. Mm. And so that really drew me and helped me develop myself to be who I wanted to be all the time, not just at church events. And so it was because of that that I feel like it really helps me develop my relationship because I feel like they're very faithful and very driven on a spiritual walk and led by God that I want to be like that too. Mm. And so I'm working on myself to try and, you know, like not like watch someone else's relationship and try to make it your, not try to have the same relationship as someone else, but try to like have my own. And like they're talking about, they're having these conversations with God. Well, I want to have conversations with God too kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's great. Um, you and I have had some conversations about leadership and working in church and stuff. How, how, is, how are your thoughts on church leadership being shaped, particularly in this moment of like the UMC being kind of close to splitting and you've got some church background as well, but then watching how CCW works and what you had any thoughts on just any of that? 
related to church leadership? Well, I kind of wanted to get involved in leadership just because I don't want someone to feel like they're not, they don't have a place. I feel like sometimes people think that Christians are very stereotypical, judgmental people, and I just mm-hmm. want to provide a place where they feel like there's a place that they are welcome, mm-hmm. and they're not going to be judged, and they're able to be who they are no matter like what the circumstance may be, because I feel like it's very important for everyone to have a relationship with God, Yeah. and so I want to be someone that can help draw people in that may not feel like they have a place in other areas. Wow. Way cool. So just a few minutes ago, I told you what your role is going to be. <laughs> Um, in the fall, mm-hmm. um, can you tell all of us what your role is going to be now that you've had all this time to like process that? <laughs> all of the 20 minutes. Yep. Um, so I'm going to be an intern with Studio Wesley, which is going to be an online podcast series, right? It, it, Studio Wesley is our online platform for, online platform re, yeah, for students. resources for uh, college age young adults, uh, definitely for CCW, but even for folks outside of Northeast Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, so just you know, cold response here of just hearing this just 20 minutes ago. What are your thoughts on on that, on being an intern? Mm-hmm. And what, what are you hoping to get out of it? Well, I'm really glad to be an intern. And honestly, I'm really glad it's online so I can still go to all of the campuses, mm-hmm. um, not feel so limited to just one. But I'm really excited to be an intern because, like I said, I want to be on leadership to prove that there's a place for people that don't necessarily feel welcome. So I'm glad that I'm able to have that opportunity now. Not that I couldn't have done it before, but when you're on leadership, it's definitely people feel like they can come to you in a different sense than if you're just like a peer. Yeah. And so I want people to feel like they can come and talk to me. So I'm really glad to be an intern. And something that I'm hoping to get out of it is I'm kind of, I'm not really, I don't want to set any expectations because I just really feel like this is where God is calling me to be. So I don't want to say God wants me to get this out of it when I feel like it's kind of open right wow. now. Cause I don't know how long God is calling me to be here, but I feel like it's definitely a while. I haven't felt like I have anything that's pushing me out or anything like that. So I'm very expectant of whatever God has to give to me in this internship role. If you could say anything to January, 2019 Karis, based on what you've experienced in CCW these last few months, Mm -hmm. what would you say to January 2019, Karis? Um, hmm. Don't be afraid to dive in. Mm. I definitely dove in, but like I was weary about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite moments with you, Karis, um, was when Who we were, me? yeah, it was, it was, you just started hanging out with us. And uh, after our UNF gathering, we were going over to Dub Pal to uh, put together Valentine's Day packets. Oh, all the thousand bags. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. And I just remember looking over and watching you interacting with Sydney and with a couple other folks. And I was like, wow, like it's late and Kara's just started hanging out with us, but she's not just here. Like she's here. Like she's not just like putting together the packets. Like she's connecting. She's talking. I think y'all started singing and I got annoyed because I'm <laughs> old grumpy. You were like, man. it is after 10 o'clock. We're going to get noise complaints. Yes. Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm playing my role as an old grumpy man. Um, I just, I loved that because for me, it, it just, it's so much of what I've been taught about ministry over the years has been that the main thing is the worship gathering. And, and I still think that it's very important, but what, I'm, what I've discovered even in my time in CCW is that um, 
a main thing is also community. And I watched you become a part of CCW because of those moments. And it, it's such a great privilege uh, to be a part of an organization that creates that kind of space for people like you. Um, so I'm really grateful that you're gonna be on the team. I'm really excited to see how you're going to connect into um, the Studio Wesley work um, as we're pioneering that. Um, I'm excited you're gonna be living in our houses. Um, Me one too. of them. It'll be one of them. <laughs> um, but I, I'm, I'm just excited that you're a part of this, Karis. And uh, so, yeah, thanks for being on this episode. Appreciate you. <laughs>